And so tonight's nightcap was titled uh, Quickie and Too Much Story. And the reason why it's titled Too Much Story is because I've been playing through the Black Ops 3. Uh, we played through a story, a bonus story mode called Nightmares. And here's the thing. It's about zombies. It's about somehow demigods of death or something get activated. If it sounds like I don't know what I'm talking about, if it sounds like I actually don't know what the story is, you're kind of right, because if you watched a few of the playthroughs that I did, so I streamed some of those playthroughs, uh, we skipped a lot of the cutscenes. Every opportunity that I got to skip a cutscene, I skipped it. And we've got Wild Bill Flint dropping in here to the chat with a wave. Hello to you, sir. And I know uh, Wild Bill Flint likes to play some video games, too, primarily... Uh, I know he really likes some of the Bethesda open world games, and I've poo-pooed some of those games, not on stream, but in real life in the past, and part of the reason is because of the opposite, it's either the opposite or the inverse of whatever I'm talking about, but he says, bad, each their own. But the but the topic but the topic here was is, is this, so you you have this mode. It's a first person shooter mode, zombies. So these creatures run at you and whatever. And the thing is, I'm playing this co-op with a buddy, and we're looking for action. We're looking to get in and shoot shit up and run around and be crazy. It constantly stops you and interrupts you. At least to me, it feels like constantly. With these cutscenes, the cutscenes, number one, you have no choice in what's happening, so you just sit and watch them. And my God, some of them, I'm like, the writing for this. Now, maybe I'm off base because I skipped a lot of it, but as we're watching it, I'm like, what is this and who cares? Like, I'm playing this mode because I, I, I wanted... I guess in that certain aspect, less story. But it just, as it goes on, it's Deimos and his sister and a demigod with a guy with a virus. And 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 even my buddy at one point over the, the voice chat that we're playing it just goes, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> I'm like, I, I was like, dude. I don't know. And so we actually, as a joke, started singing a song together, which is just, Nobody cares, nobody cares. I don't give a shit because fucking nobody cares. Yeah. Some talking tree and all this bullshit. And I'm thinking through all that, and I'm thinking to myself... I don't like to put myself in, because as Wild Bill Flint has brilliantly pointed out in the chat, bah, to each their own. So I get it. Maybe there's some people out there who really enjoyed 
the story of this nightmares mode. Maybe there's a lot of people who really got into that. I have a hard time believing that to be the case. Now, I haven't played the regular single-player mode yet, so maybe there's some clever storytelling there, but in a mode like this where it, it's this sort of zombie undead apocalypse, I don't know why you need to get so overdeveloped with this convoluted story in in... We, we we pushed this back to another title. We we put this over the top of another title. The last Gears of Wars title. Now I'm you know, I'm an Xbox gamer, play games on the Xbox, and uh I like the Gears of War series. The Gears of War series is one of my favorites in that regard. The first Gears of War was super cool, super fun, and the second one was okay. The third one was great. The thing is, the fourth game and the fifth game I felt were kind of bleh. The fourth game in particular, uh, having after we played through it, we were like, that's it? Um, it felt, in a lot of cases, like it was a huge step backwards in terms of the series. And shit, five. Five had more, I guess, action. But th there's so many points where, like, suddenly you're walking and you're listening to a story and they're babbling, talking... It's kind of the same thing. You just get like, who cares? Thing is, they didn't do that, I feel like, in the previous titles as much. And when they did, it just felt for some reason more compelling. I don't know if that's because the story was simpler and more straightforward, or if because at the time, mm, like the first game, you'd get to an action set piece, and then there'd be a spot where Either the characters would walk and you'd hear some dialogue. But the dialogue was about what was happening to you, the player, and the spot you're at at the time. Hey, that area up there is blocked. How are we going to get through? I don't know. Sounds like we need to go this way. Into and so, like, that's different than in this other case I'm talking about where I say too much story like, you get done with some big action set piece. You know, you're fighting these zombies, you're killing these zombies. Okay, cool. And then there's a cutscene. That's like... It takes... It, like, it's referring and talking about some event that's like, has nothing to do with you. Oh, well, this doctor in this interrogation sequence of uh, years ago in Cairo... And I'm like, fucking okay... I don't know why they do that. I I I feel like at some point maybe I don't know. People gave too too much uh, credence to a, a plot or a story in a game like that. I mean, you know, if it's a true role-playing game where you're playing it through for, I, I guess, for the plot or for the story or characters or the reasons behind stuff. But, like, in a first-person shooter like some of this, I, I just, I find myself going, does anybody really care about this? I mean, isn't the, isn't the playing the thing kind of the story at that point? Like, isn't that what you're doing to get to the thing, to play through the thing? 
I mean, we just kept skipping it. We just kept skipping these cutscenes, and I'll think of a game like, for example, I don't know, like Enter the Gungeon, something like that, where they just put you in there and you just play it. And emergent story, your character is occasionally talking over a radio while you're playing. Like that's fine, but I even I even get to. God, and I don't know how many games this has been in. There's tapes or something that you're supposed to grab and play and listen to. No. While Bill Flint is going to laugh at me because I know previously when we were reading one of the stories he wrote, he was talking about listening to the Far Cry 2 tapes while he was sitting there. And sometimes that stuff is fun. But like if I'm in the middle of some like big action whatever piece, number one, I, I can't. I can't be in the middle of some big action tactical whatever thing and then be listening to a tape that's like two people talking about a doctor with an interview in a room. Like, I just find myself just skipping all that shit. And it comes up on either just turn it off or don't listen to it or don't care or whatever. Because realistically for me, the player, it's important to me is the thing that I'm doing in terms of the play itself. And I've seen that done even in some movies. Or suddenly, like, characters or whatever, they'll start talking about stuff. And you're just like, what does this fucking have to do with the thing at hand that they're doing? Huh? I would have rather the characters talked about the stuff that they were doing in the setting or the sequence or the room or the fucking whatever they were in than reference some, like, far-off plot point to, what, connect you to some emotional... Just go, really? Who fucking gives a fuck? You know, that'd be like... That'd be like... I blow a tire out on my car, like, I, I get a flat, you get a flat on your tire, and you're like, okay, I got stuff I gotta do, like, I need to change my tire, and the tow truck driver shows up, is like, oh, looks like you got a flat tire, let me tell you a story about 20 years ago, you know, there was a, and you'd be like, dude, can you just fucking change the tires so and get the fuck out of here? Like, maybe it's just me. But I feel like some of these, especially video games, they, they put in too much story. And I'm just, I just wonder what the bang for the buck is on people that are really sitting and really paying attention to a lot of that. And I, and I would say in that regard, I'm not talking about role-playing games necessarily. Because that's a little bit of a different animal. You know, you're, you're playing those for that plot point. But if I'm playing a if I'm playing a first person shooter or racing game, oh god, another one. Like some of the some of the Forza racing stuff. You know, you're 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 playing Forza Horizon, okay? Forza Horizon, that's a adventure sort of racing game. You race around this map. There's challenges and cool stuff all over the place. Interrupted fucking constantly by stopping you. It goes to the map. Hey! You know, I was driving around and 10 years ago in this area. There was a rumor about this racetrack. And then a little icon shows up. And then the guy continues to blah, 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 blah. And they don't let you skip it. You have to sit and fucking listen to it. You're like, seriously? Hey, motherfucker, won't you fuck? You know, turn it off. I'd turn the radio off or I'd turn the, the fucking speaker. Hey, fuck you, man. Like, I'm just going to go drive my shit. You can kiss my ass. I don't care. Wild Bill, Wild Bill Flint says, I'm an RPGer, and that shit is horrendous. It's terrible. It's terrible. And I go, who plays that or p 
plays it in the in the quality assurance or the test bed or whatever, who plays that and goes, hey, this is great. This is super compelling. I love this. What I really love about this game is that you keep interrupting it and showing me the map, and then you have a voiceover thing with a map I get to watch. This is so exciting. God, guys, I... I can't tell you how excited I get every time I get to watch the map screen. Fucking Square Enix is the fucking... This is a Wild Bill Flint. Square Enix is the fucking worst. Let me skip it. Let me skip it. And you know what? With all the data collection of everything that's out there, maybe not only should you let me skip it, I tell you what, why don't you put a setting in the options menu in the options menu that says send optional data about all the shit you skip and don't give a fuck about and obviously turn off and don't listen to and don't do and send us that data? Yeah, because maybe I'm like hey, you know what? Maybe I'm the asshole. Maybe I'm the only guy that skips all that shit, but I doubt it. And I would love to see how many people skip and don't listen to that stuff. And you go, "Oh, well this game took 1,300 million man-hours of guys in crunch mode pulling their eyeballs out of their head and going berserk working 90 million fucking hour weeks for seven years to make this thing. Oh, and it got delayed a hundred times. And you go, okay, but I played that game, and there's like every cutscene that you skip, every dialogue thing you skip, every other cutscene sequence going to the mat, all the rest of that shit. You go, look, if people are skipping all this stuff, imagine all the time you could have saved if you had just gotten rid of all of it. Fucking just put it, like, look, put it in there as a text thing. If somebody wants to read it, they can fucking read it. Or just don't do it. Or if you're going to make the sequences like that, do them like they did in Thief or Thief 2. Make it some sort of, like, cartoon panel, like an animated comic book thing. Save yourself all of the fucking money that goes into... Fully motion captured cutscenes with stuff because, like, I gotta imagine a lot of people probably don't care. They probably don't care. You know what? There's a reason why retro games and people playing retro titles like Contra and fucking Ninja Gaiden, some of this other stuff, like, you can have a cutscene, like a little animated cutscene that's like five seconds and that's good enough. You make me sit there for minutes watching shit and then and then again we're talking about okay this black ops 3 I'm, I'm picking on this nightmares mode you play through the sequence we're like okay cool and then it drops you in and then the next sequence that you have to fight through or play through really feels like you're not really even doing shit because there's this giant glowing lady floating around and you're supposed to go follow her and it's like the game wants you to race and rush but then like if you do, you die because the zombies get you. But then if you stand in one spot and you try to fight them, you die. Because Eventually it just becomes, hey, you know what? This is just, how can you skip past this? Just use your fucking rocket jump and just skip all of it and just jump and run. Because, you know, it. I've, I've often said that some of these games, what they try to do, it's like jump scares in horror movies. It doesn't necessarily scary. It just startles you and makes you have a reflex. This is like... They want to make a game seem like it's got tension, like it's like it's a tense experience by grabbing you by the ears and screaming in your face. Like, 
yeah, that's, you know, causes a certain level of tension, but like, it's to me kind of the wrong thing. Like, especially if you're, you're, you're going to include a sequence like that and then you get to the end of it and then they have to sit and watch another cutscene. I now have to wait for another area to load because I have to wait for another bullshit sequence. And I'm going to be honest. I watched a couple of them. The writing is fucking terrible. I'm not saying like you're going to play a video game for writing that's is going to be as good as books or Wild Bill Flint's articles. But bad. And you're just like, God, this is just fucking dopey. What the fuck are they talking about? The pacing is wrong. The character transitions are t- terrible. What the fuck is this? And so that's what I mean when I talk about too much story. Um, they do it in some games. They do it in some movies. Shit, they even do it in some books. I had I had some book I was reading recently, and they went on this long sequence. Uh, so here's the thing. I, I, I remember now what it is. I've been reading through the old Executioner series. So the Executioner series about a character named Mac Bolan. It's basically like the inspiration for the Punisher. The mob, like, kills his family, comes back from Vietnam, decides, I'm gonna fucking kill the planet. And it's great. But then occasionally, there are just these sections where, like, especially, like, he'll be, he'll be talking to, like, a girl or something. And they'll go off for pages on this, like, I don't want to say wishy what like, oh, and, and on the battlefield, it's lonely and then they're back and forth and boy my philosophy of thing and i can't be close to everyone like every book i i I, dude i'm reading the series i don't need this in every fucking one of these books okay come on then you're skipping pages jesus too much story dude just like i want to say know your audience but look I'm playing zombies, I'm playing zombie modes in this fucking game because I wanted to run around blast shit into meat chunks. I didn't really care to hear about this human philosophy of will and the rising Daimos demigod and his sister and a, well, because the scientists and we needed to, what? Man, can you just, like, shut up? And, like, get away from me so I can go over there and hold the triggers down on my controller and blast some stuff. Because really what I want to do is just blast some stuff. If I was playing a mode, or if I was playing, you know, some sort of title that was, I don't want to say, like, going to be indicative that's more of, like, something like Dead Space or something even. Like, okay, I, I get it. It's more of an adventure title with, again, a larger plot where you're like, oh, I wonder what's happening. I really, I wasn't wondering what was happening in the zombie mode because it starts and they're just fucking running at you. So you just start shooting shit. Just focus on that. You could have saved all the money and resources of that stuff. I don't know when that happened. At some point, it became a battle of cutscenes. It became a battle of, like, I don't, I don't want to say like trying to elevate yourself beyond it, but they do it with act, like certain action movies too. You can laugh and poke fun at certain Arnold, Chuck Norris, whatever action flicks, whatever all you want. Oh, cheesy, corny one-liners. Use whatever derogative fucking word you want. But you know what? Most of those, 
they would do that for what, 10 minutes maybe at a stretch now and then, and then it would be like 30 minutes of them just kicking ass. So like they didn't put that in the way of the reason that you went to watch it was because you went to watch the stunts and you went to watch the kicking ass. It's just enough there to frame that on a context of why they're out kicking ass, and then they kind of shut up and move outside of that and get back to the cool parts. And at some point, it's like, no, we need to make this more like it's a drama dialogue because you're going to sit and care about this deep, inventive, M. Night Shyamalan plot twist X thing. No, you know what I wanted? I want to watch the dude kick other dudes in the face. I wanted to see, like, explosions and fire and stuff. If I wanted to watch a thing that was, like, really heavy on plot like that, then I would watch a movie that felt like it was categorically in the you watch this more for the plot category. And especially then, again, in a video game, as Wild Bill Flint pointed out in the chat. Square Enix is the fucking worst. Let me skip it. If I choose to skip a thing, if I want to skip it, hey, you know what? If I get lost and don't understand the story, that's my fucking fault. Now, I guess you could say, well, we wanted to make sure that people didn't accidentally skip it and then not know what was happening. Fine. You can make it where, like, you have to hold the button for a second and then it skips it. But let me skip it. And you know what? For that matter, put a thing in the menu that either just shows a transcript. Maybe I don't want to watch the thing because I just don't like watching cutscenes in movies. I either want to go watch a movie or I want to play a fucking video game. I don't really necessarily need the mix of the two together. Because then I end up with either a shitty movie or a shitty game. So, like, just put a transcript of the thing in there. Let me watch it later if I want to. Um, and it's fascinating watching some of these retro titles where there isn't a lot of stuff like that. And you look at the people that enjoy it and tell stories and sort of make up their own little adventures about what's going on. You know, like... Um, and I'm gonna. I have a horror, a good horror movie that I want to review and talk about uh, later. Um, I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll do that tomorrow or not. We'll see. Wanted to do a cigar lounge uh, talk, which I might be able to do tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon's gonna be weird, um, but I think I can make it. I think I can manage to swing it. So we'll see. But it's fucking too much story, dude. It's too much. Do people complain? Do pe are people writing like letters or tweets or responses? Or are they writing like video game review articles and going, well, the latest super action blast fest had excellent graphics and sound and the multiplayer was flawless and the networking was amazing and basically all the rest of these aspects were great. But boy, just didn't have enough cutscenes. I was really hoping for a lot more of a deeper plot. Hey, if it's you fuckers that did this, that caused this shit to get put in these games, you can also kiss my ass. Bullshit. That was like dudes that used to be in these in the fucking newspapers that would see like an action or a horror movie, and then they would like rate it and review it like it was some acclaimed indie drama about a dude's mustache or something. Like, no. If I go to see a movie called shotgun's revenge it better be about some dude with a shotgun getting revenge and as long as you stick to that i could really care less about much of the plot in a lot of cases like hey man know your audience and know what you're watching know what you're getting into but like outside of that there's mechanics in there that have been around for ages 
quicker cutscenes, transcripts, the ability to skip them, consolidate them, put it as some summary, flip the script the other way. Maybe, maybe as a matter of fact, I should have to hold the button if I want to watch the other cutscene. Make it some interjection thing. Hey, the guy muses for two seconds on the battlefield while you're playing the thing, and then there's a button that says, hold this if you want to watch the whole flashback. Because guess what? Maybe I just don't. And again, maybe you should record those metrics. Isn't that what everybody does now? Record metrics and get data, who's skipping what and replying to what and whatever? I, I know, I know they are, because I fucking do it. You want to know who's clicking what hyperlinks or loading whatever thing? Black Cat's Poppy says she's having flashbacks, but not those type of flashbacks. I'm saying, like, if you have, you know, if you're playing a video game and you get to a point and the guy's like, boy, you know, this, uh, this, this part in the video game is really making, uh, you know, you're the character. Oh, I, I remember this in Belarus or whatever. Okay, great. I don't fucking care. But maybe somebody else cares, so fine. Make them hold a button if they want to watch the whole flashback of the guy's experience in Belarus or whatever, right? Especially if they take a long time to load. You know, some of those titles, they load, and you're sitting there, and you're like, okay. And then it loads, and you're like, and it's a cutscene? And it's a fucking cutscene? And then you get to wait for the cutscene to unload and load the next area. Wow, nice. Black Cat's Poppy pipes in. I don't fucking care either. Right, like... Oh man, it's a, it's about the it's about the framing of the story. It's about the context of the thing you're playing. I didn't need uh, uh, again, maybe maybe I'm spoiled in that regard because I played video games back in the day of Atari, ColecoVision, uh uh Intellivision, ColecoVision. Wait, was it Intellivision? I think it was Intellivision. In the original NES titles and some of that stuff, and a lot of them like the plot was fairly thin. There'd be a small little intro in the fucking instruction manual. If you decided to, if you decided to even fucking read this instruction manual, maybe you just didn't give a shit. I don't know. I hold the control pad, on, I hold the right direction thing on the control pad, and I push one button to shoot and one button to jump, and I just move in that direction, and I don't really care because I'm just here to mindlessly blast at some stuff. Black Cat's Poppy says, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I just felt like cursing. Curse away. What, Black Cat's Poppy, what's your favorite curse word or phrase? Well, Bill Fulton, I ask you the same uh, for that same reason. What's your What's your favorite curse? Curse word, phrase, whatever you want to say. But, like, anyway, this just struck me because we finished this. We finished this Black Ops 3 zombies nightmare mode. And, man, both of us were just like, what the fuck were they fucking talking about? And the end of that was so anticlimactic and dopey. A constant stream of goofball cutscenes. And I'm like, I don't even, what, what the fuck is this? And you're in another dimension and all this shit? Like, what? Black Cat's Poppy doesn't know what her favorite curse word is because she says, I don't know. It's a reflex. I'll buy that. Um, I often think I say fuck probably way more than I should. Um, almost to the point of it being a conversational lexical crutch. But I'm okay, I'm okay with that, too. I try not to say um or uh a whole heck of a lot. Black Cat's Poppy says she says it a lot. See, I knew I liked you for a lot of different reasons. I know, because we're going to wrap this up soon, I said this was going to be quickie, but I think we're just going to do the full 30 minutes. 
Black Cat's Poppy earlier today, if you don't follow her on Twitter, tweeted out a picture of some absolutely delicious looking hot dogs. Black Cat's Poppy, how were the hot dogs? Were they were they delicious? Now, I didn't see any chili on there, so those weren't technically conies, which is totally fine because I'm a fan of tube meat in all of its forms, whether it's hot dogs, bratwurst, sausages. She says that she ate three and a half. Three and a half hot dogs. Hats off to you. That's a legit applause. That's a healthy appetite. I'm digging it. I, I Man, I love a really good hot dog. I'm not even going to lie. Like, maybe it's because I'm half of a trash panda. She says it was a casino dog. Oh, they were big, too. What's your, uh, what's your topping choice on a hot dog? I'm not, I don't know 100% what a casino dog is unless you mean that you just got hot dogs at the casino. Um, what's your ideal topping, uh, selection on a hot dog? So anyway, to wrap up the too much story, like if you're a developer or a writer or a producer or whatever, watch out for that. Um, you gotta, you gotta temper that a little bit and maybe get some other outside opinions on some of that. And I would say maybe also don't all, always like ask an editor or a manager or whatever, like ask some people who are playing some of the other stuff, because I gotta be honest. I think some of y'all just way overdo it. You way over try to tell a story keep your story simpler, cut it down, cut out some of the extra words, get the fuck out of the way. Don't, don't stand in front of the way of your own product. So that's, that's the end of the too much story segment. You got any comments on that? I'd love to hear it. Maybe you have a game or a title or a book or a movie or whatever that you consumed that did a similar thing. Call it out. Let me know which one it is. I'm always interested to hear about that stuff. You can hit me up on Twitter. It's Cigargoyle underscore. You can hit me up on Twitch. It's Cigargoyle. You can hit me up on Instagram. It's Cigargoyle Lounge. And you can also hit me up on YouTube. It's Cigargoyle Lounge as well. All over the place. Uh, Wild Bill Flint says, Hebrew National with dot dot dot. Ready? Ketchup! Well, it's okay on a hot dog. Just not on a coney dog. Black Cat's Poppy says, at a casino, no toppings. I like sauerkraut, onions, and brown mustard. And she says, yeah, Hebrew National. Hebrew National hot dogs are really good. Um, real all-beef hot dogs are delicious. Um, I don't particularly like ketchup on a hot dog. I'll say hot ketchup on a hot dog is okay, but if you put ketchup on a coney dog, you're, you're edging into crime against nature territory. That's just my opinion on that one. I am also a big fan of sauerkraut. I like some onions. Onions don't often like me, but they are delicious on a hot dog. Uh, Black Cat's Poppy likes brown mustard um, on her hot dogs. I like brown mustard as well. I particularly find that a yellow spicy mustard on a hot dog is more like... I really like brown mustard on like hot pretzels is delicious. Um, Black Cat's Poppy then goes on to say, Boar's Head is better. Boar's Head hot dogs are delicious. We get... Uh, uh, hot dogs here in Michigan, there's a company called Cobell that makes, uh, like, my favorite hot dogs. They're just incredible. Um, she then also goes on to say that ketchup on a hot dog is a dessert hot dog. That's an interesting way to put it. I just don't... Um, ketchup is weird to me because I both like it and then also sometimes I'm like, 
why am I eating this? It's just like a, a crutch sauce for a thing that I don't like to eat dry otherwise. Like lately, and I'm going to say something that's heretical, your classic like French fries, like, oh, if it's not like a seasoned fry or a crisp fry or waffle fry or whatever, like I don't like it. And honestly, I almost prefer to eat those with mustard. I'd rather have brown mustard on that than I would ketchup. Black Cat's Poppy just said something in chat that um, I need more about this because I'm now fascinated by it. She says, and I'm going to say this as a quote, quote unquote, I like it on pancakes. Ketchup on pancakes? Is that what we're talking about here? Because then she's, then she's commenting, you have to sprinkle pepper on the ketchup. I do like pepper on ketchup, especially on fry. Ketchup on pancakes. She says, yes. I don't want to say, like, I've heard of a whole lot of different stuff on pancakes. Like, you can go to the National House of Pancake, International House of Pancakes or the original Pancake House, which probably isn't really the original Pancake House. I don't know. Maybe it is. I feel like every place that says it's the original Pancake House can't have been the original Pancake. Just like places announce that they're world famous. And you're like, really? They know about this in Tel Aviv? They know about your whatever the fuck restaurant this is? Of course they don't. So... That being the case, I don't know if I've ever heard of ketchup on pancakes. It's like, I, I know somebody that used to put ketchup in soup. They used to put it in their uh, chicken noodle soup. Ketchup in chicken noodle soup. That sounds, uh, to me anyway, revolting. I know people are, you know, they can enjoy whatever... We, we're edging into another nightcap topic. And so here we go, okay? You will announce this now. We'll record it maybe sometime next week. But my favorite episodes that we do here are when we get some audience particip participation, some people pitch stuff in. So you know what we need to do? We need to do weird foods or foods that you like or eat in a way that you think is probably going to be surprising or weird to other people. It's not meant to make fun of you. Obviously, the people in chat will say ooh and make faces and do whatever. But you like what you like. But I'd like to hear about weird food combinations. Or things that like, you know, Wild Bill Flint's fucking weirdo because he puts ketchup on his hot dogs. No, he's not. He's normal because he puts pancake or ketchup on pancakes. That's a little bit edging into the, huh, that's uh, that's just surprising t to me. Yeah, Black Cat's Poppy, who gives a shit what people think? The, this isn't, like I say, this isn't more uh, truly to make fun of people. It's more of a, you know, I've had certain things where people have brought it up and said it. Like, for example, a food combination that I initially thought was disgusting, and when I thought about it until I tried it and realized, actually, this is delicious... Take a piece of Kraft cheese, just regular Kraft cheese, wrap it around a banana, and take a bite out of the banana and eat the banana. It sounds gross. It's fucking good. It's delicious. So maybe you find out some stuff to try, and you try it, and you really like it. Maybe you come up with a recipe or dessert or something to eat or something to try that makes for a good snack. Um, 
Black Cat's Poppy says, exactly. It is good. Yeah, it's good. It sounds completely like it's going to be disgusting, but it's actually really tasty. Try it. Craft, craft cheese and a banana. We're going to end the stream on that note. Um, don't get in the way of your own product by telling too much story. Just like this podcast, I'm not going to get in my own way by babbling and wording too much. We'll leave that with the think about, discuss, and let's come up with some interesting food combinations, preparations, ingredients, whatever. Until then, enjoy some craft cheese and a banana. And uh, take some pictures, relax, chill out out there, have a drink, say hello. Be cool to one another. Thank you so much, Wild Bill Flint and Black Cat's Poppy, for stopping in. As always, I really, truly do appreciate you guys being in the chat and spending some time with me. So we'll end the stream there. Thank you so much. Have yourselves a great night, and I'll talk to you soon. Farewell.